Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Thank you for being here today for another really inspiring reading. Before we dive in, I wanted to let you know the new website is live There's so much goodness on there for you, new offerings, a new free gift for you, Ignite Your Intuition. I've created a workbook, audio teaching, a meditation, and a ceremony that all come together to help you ignite your intuition and deepen into your dreams and desires. So head on over to sarahnoble.com and grab your free gift. For today's reading, Michael is here with us and he has gone through a really big life event of losing his main source of income and he's at the threshold of a big new beginning. On one hand, he knows that this is really supportive of his life path and the work he is here to share, yet he's experiencing stress and feels as if he's operating in survival mode. The way I see it is he is on the edge of a spiritual deepening point, and so he's looking for guidance around what this looks like. This reading takes us on a journey where we look at how doing your inner work is vital to moving forward with your dreams. We look at the beliefs around deserving and earning, and we really dive into the belief that if you don't have to fight for it, then you don't deserve it. We look at how the wild and feral parts of us want to be allowed out into the world. We talk about sacred masculinity and how men are not taught what it really means to be a man in this day and age. We dive into how we live in a dualistic world and we learn through contrast. We talk about creating your life and work from the place that lights you up rather than trying to prove something. And we look at claiming your power rather than fighting the collective conscious. So lots of delicious stuff for you today in this reading. Enjoy. Hi, Michael. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hey, Sarah. Thank you. The most overarching thing on on my heart and on my mind right now is spiritually my my root chakra has been completely upended, um, sort of all over the place. I feel it in my body literally a pain in my lower back. I'm aware of why this is occurring. My main source of abundance was taken away in a really shocking fashion back in January, a couple of months ago, which is probably for the best. Like the alignment wasn't there. There was a lot of negativity around the situation. It was very apparent. However, when that happens, it's never easy, right? From like a physical perspective, from a material perspective. But what that's done is it's opened up a a new chapter for me with more opportunity, quite frankly, than I felt in the the role. Um, And at heart, I'm a creator, like I'm a powerful entrepreneurial innovator and inventor. And so now the universe has put me in a place where 
I've got a couple side hustles that I'm doing. I also feel like I'm in survival mode, which I've never been forced to work out of this place. But with that, there's a certain energy that I actually really like. I don't hate being in this in this vibration because it's sort of forcing me to take bold action on, on ideas that are important to me and that I, I feel way more aligned with than I do being a cog in someone else's machine. And so I'm enjoying this, this phase from that perspective, but nonetheless, there's a lot of stress that's coming up realistically looking at the situation. And so that's, that's kind of what I'm dealing with. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. That's what I take to be a very big spiritual deepening point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. When these shocking things, as you say, happen, it really shakes our whole system. Yes. And that idea, right, of you're saying like coming up and living in survival mode, I, I get the sense that that's, it might be new to you now, mm-hmm. but in the past, have there been times when you were living in survival mode? Mm, there's been times where I felt like I have, but it's all relative. There was, there was a period during freshman year of college where I just found myself completely disoriented by the situation I was in. So yeah, I would say that's, that would qualify. One of the techniques I like to use is put up a rose and see what the rose is doing. And your rose is malting, like its leaves are falling off, its petals are opening and falling off. And what it, it wants to show me is the very, very inside bud that is tightly bound and sort of new, but also doesn't want to open. So it tells me there's this part of you that you have very beautifully covered up over the years and have had a lot of abundance mingled with these maybe not so abundant times. But what you're showing me is that it's time for you to really look at that really inner working Mm -hmm. and survival mode is connected right to our root chakra, like you were saying. And when things in our life and our developmental years happen, that can be shocking. We build a template on which we build our life on, and we can spend a lot of time covering that up. But unless we really get focused and we go into those tender places and we love them and we nurture them, life will work in cycles where it brings you back to this point because it really wants your soul wants you to look at this. And, you know, we were talking before and you have this really beautiful, big vision that you're here to live into. What I know and experience is that the very things that you need to make that dream real live inside that very tender bud that's so tightly wound. Mm -hmm. So what comes up for you when I share this with you? I felt and I feel that there's there's this paradox with being in this sort of survivalist mode and no one's forcing me to feel that way, right? It's just, it's a byproduct of like the circumstances that I'm in. Um, and I suppose we, we choose how we want to emote into the world. And so I'm trying to continue to feel abundant despite what my material, you know, world reflects back to me, but also recognizing like, all right, like, <laughs> here's where I am. Right. But I think there's also as much as like the survival uh, energy that we're sometimes forced into as much as that is stressful and it is really, really tough to kind of live through those, those times. I think they, they also offer a window into the soul. Like you were saying, there's, there is a spiritual component to feeling threatened or to feel like you kind of have, you, you don't have the abundance that you, you once did or that you want because you almost have nothing to lose. And so that's kind of empowering, right? 
I felt ignited by that energy of like, the world is kind of my oyster. There's so much that I can do. I know I'm an advanced creator being. I believe we all are. And I own that. I'm confident in my, in my abilities to go into the matrix and, and make shit happen. I'm 31. Like I'm still, I recognize I'm in the third inning of a, of a nine inning game. And so I'm okay. Like I'm okay. But my vision is, is big. You, you're right. You know, I want to create something that changes the world and that can serve as a vehicle to, to do real good within the world. So that's what comes up around that. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> I love this connection, right? That you have to this, that you are creator being, that we're all creator beings. We create, as you know, not by what we're doing, but who we're being yes. in every moment. So right now, you as a creator have created this situation where the rug has essentially been pulled out from under you financially. And you are sitting in this, what looks like it's this big open pool and you're floating on the surface. Yes. And what I'm getting is it's very important that you go down into the water, into the pool, into the murky depths of it in order to go up, in order to expand out, you have to go within. And what's coming up again is this, this part of you that maybe you are not connected to this part of you that you, you possibly make wrong or you hide. And that's the very part of you that wants your attention right now. It's like holding its arms out to you. Like Michael, hello, can you see me? Can you hear me? I've yeah. set up this whole situation so that we can be together. Yeah. Are you familiar with this part of you? I mean, all, all I can say is I feel like at my core, like, <laughs> I don't know if this is, I don't think this is a childhood thing. All I can say is like, I've, I've sort of always been provided for. I've never been forced to like, quote, really fight for anything. Not to go super 3D on you, but like we grew up upper middle class. I was never like I never faced not having enough. It's just that's the script that I was born into. Well, that you chose, right? Like that. Don't discredit that. Your soul specifically chose that so that what you came here to do, you had the capacity to do. Correct. So the contrast from that. You're right. It's not something that I have faced or felt or really gotten to know. I've always resonated with the come up story. And like, I love boxing and a lot of my favorite fighters, like they came up from nothing. And a lot of people that are, that have such a large platform and a large stage, celebrities, musicians, like a lot of them came from nothing. Um, I've always related to their story, but that, that hasn't been my story. That's not the life that I chose, but there's just so much power in that. And so like, there's like a biological piece of uh, what makes us human. And I feel like for me, like my masculinity that almost just wants to like go out into the wild and like live in the forest for an indefinite period of time, you know, as silly as that sounds and just kind of like face my own humanness and, and face my own, I don't think mortality is the right word, but. It was kind of the word I was thinking. So we're on the same page. Like I get that's that yeah. what you're talking about. And so a couple things, right? Like one, you don't have to have come through such significant hardship or, you know, climbed so fiercely out of something to still have a message to share. Part mm-hmm. of you knows that. Mm-hmm. 
maybe it is more to do with this part of you that didn't get to experience real duality or real contrast that is coming up and it's creating a significant contrast for you right now, right? Like, okay, you're done with that money. Here you go in contrast. This is what you wanted. And so maybe there is a pause place in this for you to actually go out into the wild. Like, I don't think that's a silly thing to say. Like I've been dreaming of, I'm going to trade in my small car for something bigger so I can go drive into the woods and sleep in the car. Like, (laughs) like I get it. There's this part of us that is feral and is wild and wants to be immersed in nature, especially I believe on the spiritual journey, because it's a place that we're so close to God when we're out there just stripped of everything. Right. Right. I think there's, there's another side of this too, Sarah, of like, so a big thing that I've been thinking about and feeling into is like sacred masculinity, which started like a year and a half ago. I did a a month of coaching with, with someone to really kind of awaken my own uh, masculinity. And I hold some resentment towards my paternal figure for not the way I was raised, but I guess like the lack of quote unquote training (laughs) that I feel like I didn't get towards what being a man entails. And I had to learn a lot of that on my own and I'm still learning a lot of that. So like, I think that's a piece of it too, possibly tied to the root, which is very aggravated right now in my body, but like, I'm sort of like developing my own flavor of what masculinity is and means for me. You know, I'm 31, like over the last couple of years here. And for some guys, they're forced to learn what that is from a young age because they are forced to fight and, and they are forced to go out into the world and create for themselves or make money or whatever. And um, I was never, I was never taught how to do that. So I'm only I don't necessarily know if those of us that do go out in that specific way, I don't Mm -hmm. think we're taught like the very nature of what that, the way that you're presenting it is, it is a solo journey. Like there's nobody out there, like you're finding that grit inside yourself. And what I see with you choosing a dad that didn't teach you to be in the masculine, the way that you wish to be, that's a contrast in itself. Like that's something you've had to fight for. That's something that you've had to find on your own. It was not modeled for you. And so there's a part of you that fought for that. Yeah, 100%. It interests me too, this word force. You know, it's part of... I feel like a narrative that you are caught inside of where things have to be forceful in order to matter. They have to have been fought for in order to count. Mm. I feel like there's holes in that story. That's not the truth of how the world is. That's one way for sure, but it's, it's not the whole complete story. And there's room for you to grow out and expand past that story. Yes, definitely. I almost feel a sense of like a background sense of guilt for never having been forced to like do certain things or to like create from a certain level. Like I almost wish that I had chosen a script where I came in and like things weren't given to me. And at 16 years old, I had to figure out how to make money for myself and like got into the world. Like 
the desire to be an entrepreneur didn't hit me until my late twenties, you know, and I don't well, know. What, what do you think would be different if that was what you had chosen? Um, I just think I would have gotten started with exercising my creatorship abilities 10 years ago, as opposed to my late twenties. And time is not of real concern or consequence, obviously, like from an ascended perspective. So it's okay. But if I had, what would be different if you had started 10 years ago? I just think I would possibly be creating and living on a higher level, I guess. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm just feeling into that because what I have experienced in my life is that all those years, Mm -hmm. they count, they matter. Like if you had started 20 years ago, you wouldn't know what you know now. True. The experiences that you chose as a soul, like from what I understand and have connected with is mm-hmm. we choose our lives, right? Like you, do you believe that or know that concept? 100%. Right. So we're given lives to choose and we go through and we pick the life that is going to have the highest percentage of circumstances to put us in the position we want to be in order to learn what we came here to learn. So what you're doing is you're taking your humanness, you're taking the thinking part of you, and you're now second guessing what your soul chose from a human from a human perspective. Exactly. And that's probably some of your contrast that you're here to learn is recognizing what is true for you is already what you've been living in one sense. Definitely. So what are you making with all of this? Um, on what level? In that sense, like how is it coming together for you? Or Because there's, there's this part of you that feels like it needs to fight for something that you're not valuable. You're not, your message isn't worthy. The current situation of your life isn't significant enough yet. That's just a part of you, right? Like this other part of you is so connected to wanting to learn about the sacred masculine and share this big message. And they're like opposing each other. Well, everything's relative, right? But I feel like I have sort of led or I chose a life of relative privilege, like safe from zero to 30. That's neither good nor bad. I'm just recognizing that's true. And I like feeling like I'm fighting for something like almost for the first time in my life, I'm getting to kind of feel who I really am, which is someone who is willing to sacrifice and fight. And like, I think that's a spiritual endeavor, right? Like I'm getting to feel my soul through this experience, which is great. And also, again, like zooming out from a universal perspective, I'm absolutely aligned with what you shared. Like, I think there's templates for lifetimes and for life scripts that we choose as souls based on the agenda for our soul and what it wants to learn. And I chose this life. So then once once we become aware and awaken in the life, we have to reorient ourselves and try to remember why. So it's really sacred. The lifetime is sacred. My script is sacred. And the process of like loving ourselves is that process of remembering, right? And like accepting, and that's what awakening literally is. So I'm okay with all that. I'm just contextually trying to maximize and like make the most of these circumstances. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, like what's dropping in is that there are a lot of people out in the world that are like you in the sense where you didn't 
have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, that you were privileged, you were educated, life went relatively smoothly. But those people also want inspiration. Like you're here to help the people that you came here to help. You're here to share the message that you came here to share. And that message isn't dependent on particular things. It's dependent on what comes through you moment by moment, like who you choose to be in your life. And so if you choose to be hard on yourself because you haven't had to struggle, that's, I mean, it's essentially going to be part of your message until it's not, right? But there's there's room in there for you to really recognize your worth and your value. You didn't, it's actually what it is. It's, it's another version of needing to earn something. Like you're caught in this paradigm. Well, I didn't earn my life that I have. I was just kind of given it. Yes. Yep. Right. And that's the the other side of it, it, but it's still caught in the same thing. If you have to earn love, we have to earn what we have. And that's not universal law. That's just our conditioning. And you're caught in a different frame of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I felt I had to earn love for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And you felt that you were just given it and you should have earned it. But at the end of the day, we're landing in the same place with the same misinformed belief about how life works. Sure. You don't have to earn anything, my love. <laughs> life loves you. Spirit loves you. And you're here for a huge purpose. Yeah. And that's the thing to focus on, right? Now that you're in the fight, <laughs> what are you fighting for? Like in the bigger sense, right? Like what, what's that focus? What, what are you here to fight for now that you've gotten this <clears throat> sort of like you've created the situation that you're in and yeah. now you feel that fire of wanting to fight for something. Right. And it's like, get really clear on what you're fighting for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at a high level, like it's always going to be spreading light on the planet, right? It's always going to be like uplifting and awakening consciousness on the planet. I think now, well, when I first started, like, with my awakening, I created my new earth knowledge page and that was my form. Like that was my outlet to do that. But now that'll be a nest egg for something on a larger scale. And I think I'm in the midst of making that transition right now. Yeah. I think looking at this part of you, like back, I'm coming back to that bud, right? There's that, that little kid in there, that adolescent, that young adult who is still fighting with this belief about earning. Yeah. And there, there could be a lot of freedom if you dive into there. I want to be self-made. Like I want to say proudly that like I'm completely self-made, but up to this point, I, I can't, I can't say that. Like, I just can't say that. I haven't been. That kind of Right. Hurt. But the thing is, it's, it's why, like, what's your motivation for that? Are you self-made because that's the prayer and joy of your heart? Or is there some program that's telling you that until you do this, you're not good enough? Both. Can I have both at, at the same time? <laughs> yes, you can. Totally. And I invite you to really let go of the good enough part, right? And have it be work to have it be where it is just the joy of your heart that you want to be self-made because that lights you up, not because you're trying to prove something to somebody. Yeah. That's the part, the turning towards. That's the part of you that there's going to be um, freedom is going to come from exploring and turning towards. That's the part of you with the outstretched hands. It's yeah. like, why are you making me try to earn everything? 
why are you trying to prove all this stuff? Like, don't you know we're just a miracle because we live and exist? I think I'm, I'm just now becoming aware of like this, this recognition, Sarah, on this call that like I didn't have before, which is going to sound a little weird. I almost want to prove like to this, the so-called spiritual community or like the community I've built that like you can be highly awakened and like highly heart centered and still conquer the matrix and like still make the matrix your bitch and still make a lot of money, but then use it for extreme levels of good and giving like that I think is what I want to prove. So, yeah, I hear you. And I love that it wants to come around, but this, again, you're back, like it's making me think of the force, right. And making something your bitch and conquering it. That is very much a 3d sort of concept, right? When we look at it, like life loves you, the earth loves you. The matrix loves you in its weird way. (laughs) Yeah right? Like where's the part of you that can open to that and where you can step forward without it having to be a fight or a battle where it's just an expansion and an opening to love and an opening to all that is available to you. Because if you go out there, like if we got on this call and immediately started fighting, like what what are we getting out of that? But when we meet each other, human to human, in this beautiful spiritual space, without an agenda, magic happens. Right. And I'm not saying don't make a bunch of money and do a bunch of good in the world. I'm like rooting you on for that. (laughs) But it's that part of you that thinks it needs to be a fight, that you're against something, because that is the duality, right? You against them, you against the world, you against the matrix. That doesn't get you where you want to go. I think I've, I've reintegrated fairly hard, um, coming back down to earth. Um, like I was very high for a good, like three years on the awakening. And when I first woke up, I very much just wanted to be like the love and light person. And I wanted to look outside at the world and see it as being run by love and see it as being a potential paradise or a heavenly place that we were co-creating and making together and all of these wonderful ideals. But I have to say like over the last year or so, I, I don't know if I've chosen to see it this way, but I see it more as like a battlefield and I see business as, or I guess like the money system as like the reality of what the world is run on and by, and I'm approaching it like war, which is like pretty No. And I'm really glad you're bringing this up because I agree with you. There is like a war zone out there. It's the collective, like we're here in these bodies, we're being taught it's all love and light. But the truth is there's a lot of shit out there. What I've experienced though, is that if you fight that, you're not just fighting one thing. You are fighting billions of people's consciousness. You're never going to win. So the approach I take is I like set my my zone, my domain. This is me. This is my domain. I'm here for a spiritual purpose. I respect you. Free will on earth. You are all, you collective, you're allowed to think and feel whatever you want, but I don't want any part of it. I'm not going to fight you because I can't. It'll destroy you trying to fight that many people's consciousness. But what you can do is set your space that you're unavailable for that collective bullshit that's out there. And you are claiming your domain and you're you're grounded on earth and you're coming from that place of your power 
But that is not about proving anything or fighting. It's claiming you, your sovereignty, claiming your power, claiming your domain here on earth. So do you think the way that might manifest is sort of just like stating who you are, who you will be, what you wish to do, how you wish to do it, but also what you won't do or who you won't go up against type of a thing? Yeah, I don't necessarily personalize it so much. Like I kind of make it just like a, a, at this point, I mean, I could change. I don't know. This is just where I'm at in my journey and what I know so far is that I really just, I, I just take myself out, self out of it. Like okay. I, I don't need to know the details because basically when you feel into that, it's war, it's brokenness, it's rape, it's financial failure, it's all of it. Like it, it just lingers out there as this energetic field that then power flows over. <laughs> and so it it gets super complicated out there. So I'm really about like, I'm working in here. This is my business. I'm doing the same thing for my business. My business has its domain. I'm not available for the collective. I'm working on my own power source here from the earth and I'm not going to run that stuff. So in other words, just being totally who you who you are and not trying to be something that you feel like the world is pressuring you to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what you feel, that pressure coming in, that's collective uh, programming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And it's like, oh, you need to make this money. You need to show them this. Oh, you need to do this before people will love you. That's just crap. (laughs) Right. That's the collective narrative that we all buy into. It's so alluring. Like we just get hooked in it and you don't even realize. And then it's like, oh, it got me. So you really just step outside of it and claim who you are. Yeah. It's exciting as well to an extent. I mean, the inner worlds are for reflection and healing and self knowledge and all of those things that we need to do. But then like, it is kind of fun to look at the world and at least for me, like coming into my own masculinity and and having that sense of like, I want to conquer. I want to go out and own this. You can, when that comes from the truth of your power in an aligned way, not from your wounding and that you're trying to prove something. Love it. Yeah. Does this feel like an okay place to land today? Yeah, it's great. Mm, thank you. This is really delicious. I enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> Me too. This was, this was such a great session. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.